0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know, y'all better yeah, good. ask somebody. Hat, on, hat suit on, suit on, looking like the top dog. Giving a mold dress like a million boy. bucks. but things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all told me, who could it be? But Steve Hart. Oh, yeah. they listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Hart. Put your hands together. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Do your thing. Make daddy. uh-huh i sure will a good morning everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show man oh man oh man how good is god to me and uh part of the mission and the reason that i have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. you know um I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it. it but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures. And I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that says do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer. Would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the trials and tribulations that I've had is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, Is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. That, I don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're gonna learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time, and uh, man, what a good brother, man. He say, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis. And all the money he had made, and all the people's lives he had changed, and all of the moves he was making, and his and incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, am- an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, "Uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a th- thick rope you have on no shirt, you have on some tattered clothes, you have on no shoes, your shorts is cut off just below the knee and they tattered. You got dirt on you and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it. All your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your your co-workers, your friends, they all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He said, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He said, that what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she, but she pull it for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He says, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for. But you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back or maybe both legs over the back pushing they got they might have their butt on the wagon but they pushing with both legs they back facing your back maybe some of them facing you but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push and you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill here go your problem though everybody ain't pushing everybody ain't poking ain't everybody ain't pulling Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder you to pull faster. You to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you gotta kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you and I thought you was going with me. But it's clear to me, you ain't nothing but dead weight and it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore i have carried you as long as i have to carry you you are no longer my responsibility i'm responsible for my family my wife my children i'm not responsible for you you got to get off my wagon because i'm a man on rope i'm on a mission baby i'm pulling
2: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please. Hear ye, hear ye, all rise. Uh the new term has been introduced. His flyness is
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. His highness, flyness. His flyness. Thank you darling. very much. <clears> of <throat>
1: Ferral.
4: Morning, your flyness. How are you?
1: All day, all day.
5: One and only, Junior, boy. Morning, your flyness. Morning.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. least of all amongst these ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Thomas. Yes, your flyness.
6: Top of the morning. Top of the morning.
1: That's amazing, man, when you get a promotion in life that you gave to yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. You ever done that before?
3: Don't say it again, Steve. Have you ever I done said, what?
1: It's a wonderful thing when you get a promotion in life that you gave to yourself.
4: Nobody else gave it to oh. you. Yeah. <laughs> we gave it to you. Right on yeah. there. self-promotion. You, know, you didn't like it. Well, you know, you, you know, there was no
1: voting. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was no voting. You didn't take it, you know, before the board. You uh-huh. didn't get it cleared. You decided. This is what I'm gonna be, like you can decide today is going to be a great day. You can mm-hmm. make the decision. So I just made the decision that I was uh, his flyness. Okay. Yeah.
4: Ain't nobody arguing that? Ain't Yeah, you're mm-hmm. fly now. I didn't ask nobody to
1: make me a
3: duke or You didn't have to check Earl. with anyone.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I ain't ask nobody could I be the
3: prince?
1: <laughs> you know, was I next in line to be king? The president, None of any of that. Mm-hmm. No, ladies and gentlemen, his flyness.
3: Do, 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 do.
4: Sir short. Short, short,
1: sir cheese. <laughs> As a blue cheese, you be
3: dressed yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah.
1: All right, so what's God. happening today, y'all?
0: Well, you know.
4: Hump
1: day. To get
6: to Thanksgiving, you know. To get
4: to it's Wednesday, Man. but we have to do a drum roll. Have we lost our minds? Do y'all know what today is? Oh, it's hump day. <laughs> uh-uh. It's more than hump day.
3: Uh-uh. <laughs> hump day. What else y'all is better it? Say what it's... else is it? Hmm.
4: You better see. gather yourselves accordingly.
3: Kids hmm.
1: some years ago, centuries ago. <laughs> <laughs> centuries. Ago. Born in the cotton fields of Mississippi. Uh uh. Down by the Delta. Naked by a creek. (laughs) Two (laughs) loving parents gave birth to (laughs) a little waterhead girl. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, mud between her toes. Cotton under her fingernail. Mm. Yes, yeah. Was born by the name of Mississippi
3: Monica. Ooh. Yeah. Today is this Monica's day. birthday. Yeah.
5: Decades ago. <laughs> you go
3: too
1: far. All right, well, <laughs> in
3: three. Speaking of okay. decades, Sister Odell coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Oh, right after no. this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey
2: Morning Show.
3: All right, ladies and gentlemen, our girl is here—the one and only Sister Odell—making an appearance. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-uh. uh-huh. she should come for oh. oh, me. Mm-hmm. Pray, pray
5: for me, Lord Jesus. Help! Whoa. <laughs> mm. That's it's good to you. Mm. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Ooh, good, morning. Good, morning, good morning, Sister Odell.
3: Sister
5: Odell. Yeah. yeah. Morning. What is the matter? Y'all in shock? You're not joyous to be a, a, alive this morning? Oh,
4: absolutely. Well act like y'all
5: all is younger than me. You ought to be most and chip about it. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice. And be glad in it. Amen. 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 Amen.
3: Yes, you're right. About
5: time. Good morning, Carly. Hey, Sister
4: Odell, you spoke to me first, your favorite. Good morning. All the time. <laughs> you know you
5: is. <laughs> Junior. Yes, ma'am. Morning, Sister Odell. I guess I'm second favorite. Mm. Yes. Well, fine. if you all the one that's regulating it, I'm just calling it out. <laughs> Thomas.
6: I know I'm the favorite. Good morning, Sister Odell.
5: Mm-hmm. Good morning, Shirley. Well, good morning. <laughs> last
4: last <laughs> but not least.
5: <laughs> well, that's, you know, it wasn't really that way, but the, the other kids took up the calling that I was doing it in order. Because, you see. know, the caller yeah. said I'm she was my favorite. She yeah. is, but she didn't have to say it out loud.
3: <laughs> it's okay, oh. Sister Odell. It's all right. I wasn't my mother's mm-hmm. favorite either. My brother Fish was. It's okay. Who That's says that? You, that? Ain't,
5: you ain't ever Who been nobody's that? favorite girl. <laughs> oh, I guess my husband.
3: That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Excuse
5: me? I guess my What husband's. did you say? My husband's. What? Oh, okay. Well, I felt that way about all 11 of mine. You know? Yes, oh, 11? At least yeah. four times. Uh-huh. Y'all know I had 11. Stop acting shocked. <laughs> I've been here long <laughs> enough for 11. Could have had 13 if I wanted, but I feel like... Th- Thirteen was an unlucky number. <laughs> that,
4: oh, that's
3: what you drew the yeah, line. Stop that <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop it somewhere. But look at you—you you survived. You're happy. You're, you're still joyous. here. Yeah, you're still here. So Worshiping it it and praising. It. Yes, that's right. Lord. Yes. Still what, what y'all doing songs? today? Well, um. Oh, I wanted just...
5: to say happy birthday to the girl that's gonna end up being me. <laughs>
0: oh. Mississippi. Mississippi
5: Monica got a voice just like me. Lord, how <laughs> much she ain't headed to me, I don't know who is. <laughs> well, gotta get her rolling hello. on the Some husbands, people... though. Say <laughs> what, this Odell? I got to get a little Mississippi headed in the right direction on them husbands. You gotta at least try it once, you know. <laughs> 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 she said, nah. Listen, listen to him, man. Nah. Nah. Sound like an old sad sheep, don't you? Huh? He <laughs> <laughs> sound like a what, Can Sister p- Odell? <laughs> old sad sheep, nah. Hey, Sister Odell. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Let sweetie. How <laughs> you doing, Mississippi Monica? How you doing, Sister Odell? I never get to talk Ooh. to you. Girl, listen Two to that them. voice. You girl, you going to be okay. something. Why ain't no bad about it, girl. You gonna be something. That's a voice right there. <laughs> it's a blessing to say I'm gonna be you, Sister Odell, because I look up to you. You my idol. Ooh, girl, oh. you better somebody. You... Oh,
3: Jesus! <laughs> ah. Thank you the blessing you right there. Thank you, uh-huh. thank you. Yes, it <laughs> yeah. is. You got Roll sister you got sister Odell. For my birthday, will you
5: sing Jesus on the main line? Jesus on, mainland, <laughs> right <laughs> Jesus on the main line. Tell him Sing what it. you
6: want.
5: Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh, Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. Oh, the key is call him up and tell him. What you want last time? Call. call him up on the phone. Call him up while you're at home. Call him up when you're all alone. Call him up when everybody gone. Call him up right before you get stoned. Call him up right on the telephone. Call him up right before you get stoned. You know, when you're th- rhyming, you have to just go with what comes to mind. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that was nice, yeah. Sister Odell. Tell oh, him really what good. you want.
4: Ooh, happy birthday, Ice.
5: Monica. Thank you, Sister Odell.
3: <laughs> See you next week. All right,
5: sweetie.
3: She's wow. a cute little girl, ain't she?
5: Uh-huh. Pretty mm-hmm. adorable.
3: Mm-hmm. That's Pretty legs. Pretty legs. Wow, so Sister Odell, what do you have planned for the rest of the day? What What is your typical day like? You come on this show. What else do you do? Well, mostly just witnessing. Mm-hmm. Been the whole
5: day witnessing.
3: You go to different witnessing places. Witnessing and eating.
5: Yeah, I'm over here in uh Botswana with Steve. <laughs> oh, are you? I'm what are you doing Africans. over there? Saving <laughs> <So even> Africans. Saving <laughs> What you think? I <laughs>
6: cannot. <laughs> How, how's that Save going? Saving
5: Africans. It's going good. They don't understand what I'm saying sometimes, but 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 it's working out though. (laughs) And when I slap them with this hand a heel, and they know what I'm talking, (laughs) right upside your head. I bet you know that. (laughs) (laughs) Just over here saving Africa. We Steve Steve ain't saving nobody.
3: (laughs) All right, well, Sister Odell, we appreciate you coming by. Yes, ma'am, and we thank you so much. Uh, back <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> <laughs> with Tommy's prank. Run that prank back right after this.
2: You're listening to the
3: Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news and national news. Celebrities join Kim Kardashian West to stop Rodney Reed's execution. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev?
6: repass
3: chicken
6: shirley repass chicken you yes. play too much yeah you can't go to a repass empty-handed you need to take something okay. therefore we're gonna take some chicken a lot of people go by there with buckets and buckets mm-hmm. and boxes and boxes of chicken. We're gonna order some chicken for the repast. Let's go, cat dog. This right here is repast chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for calling. May I take your order? Hey, I need to
7: make an order. Uh, hold, hold, hold on, hold oh. on. Hey, Zip. Yeah. Hey, fries up, man. Get them up for their bird. <laughs> man, hurry up. Uh, hello? Hi, oh, what up? Uh, hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you for calling. Hey, hey! I'm trying to get an order, man. We just got through with a funeral. I'm trying to take some chicken over to the three-pass where the family at, man. All right, man. Well, well, how much you need? Okay, I know I'm gonna need probably like 125 pieces of chicken, dog. How long that take to cook? Uh, man, uh, we're not ready right now, man. It takes probably at least like uh, like 30, 45 minutes, bro. Kind of okay. Around. Okay. Right. I need 125 pieces, man. But listen, I'm a, what kind of um you know I'm trying to make sure we get enough. You know how it is, man. Somebody fans, though, we trying to make sure we got enough food at the house, man. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of size you got, man? Cause I want to try to get large family sizes. On uh, y'all got potato salad? Uh, yeah, we got uh um, French fries, potato salad, uh, greens, macaroni and cheese. You know the normal stuff. How much gonna need to be that? Let me get like two of all of them. You know what I'm saying? Two of each. That ought to be. Don't give me four of them greens. but I know they don't want them green yeah family size on everything man two of each but give me four green all right okay now give me some rolls man at least at least 20 rolls to go with that all right do you need anything else make sure I got a big thing of fries man you know the kids like them fries let me get a big thing of fries you order a lot of food man yeah 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 I'm gonna come get it though uh 30 minutes so you said how how long you before I need to be there uh probably thirty five you know, give us give us about forty five minutes before it'll be ready. Alright, what's your name? My name Rob. Robert. Robert All right. uh you got a phone number I can reach? Four zero four uh two uh eight Okay, I got you. Okay, so you got 125 pieces. It's gonna be mixed, right? Yeah. White and okay. Um, okay, there we go. Did you want it? Did you want it spicy or mild or mixed? Or how did you want that? You no, know what? Separated, man. What? The mild is in one boxes, and then you got the spicy in other boxes. So you know, we'll know so the kids will not get out too. All right. Okay. Hey, Joe, man. Can you take his order for me? I'm on the phone. Take his order. All right. I, I got you. All. What's my total on that, man? So I got you know, 'cause I ain't been paid for all this by myself. I got everybody pitching in on this. Uh, hold on. Let me get to the register. And, uh, um, it's gonna be two oh eight seventy five. Yeah, I doubt. Okay, two oh eight seventy five. Thirty minutes, I'm gonna start coming there. what's your name, dog Uh, my name is uh, Wayne. Hi, Wayne. I'm gonna ask for you, but I'll be there in about forty minutes, man. All right. Hi. Right. Uh, yeah, my a Robert. This is Rob. Hey, what's up, man? This Wayne is <laughs> chicken man. I was just uh, calling to let you know uh we finished a little bit early, and your, your last batch of tickets, we just dropped it. Okay, oh, 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 oh. Man, I meant to call you a few minutes ago, dog. Hey, listen, Uh, you cook all of it? Yeah, man, you wanted uh, 125 uh, pieces mixed, pikesy, and miles with uh, four large sides of each thing, uh, five large sides of fries. Yeah, I cook all that for you, got it ready. Okay, check this out, dog. Uh, I've been talking to everybody, man. You know what, man? I'm just gonna need about 10 pieces, dog. I ain't gonna really need the rest of that. Excuse me? I just need 10 pieces, dog. I talked to everybody, man. Everybody wouldn't bother some day. They, they want a hamburger, so. I I'm just gonna need the 10 pieces of that chicken. Uh, bro, man, we already cooked all this chicken, man. Uh, I got a 125 pieces, bro. If you don't come by this, I'm in trouble, man. What the you mean you don't need 10 pieces? I just need 10 pieces, dog. You know, I don't need all that. I don't want to buy nothing I don't need. I just need 10 pieces. Man, nah, bro. you gonna come by this chicken, man. This some, we just sit here. It's only me and one other dude up here. We're working our off, and you gonna go get this chicken. Hey, dog, I'm not finna buy no chicken I don't want, man. I'm not finna do that, dog. I, I mean, you know, I'm, just, I'm doing this for the bereaving family, man. So, you know, like I say, yeah, I'm gonna take 10 pieces by there and drop that off, man, but I, you know, I don't need that all 125 or whatever. Uh, Robert, y'all better be all the way to come get the chicken or it's gonna be
0: some.
7: I cooked all the, man. What the am I supposed to do, man? My manager followed up my. And I'm getting fired. Okay, now, you ain't got nobody else to go, that's gonna buy some chicken today? Now, who the hell's gonna come up here and buy 125 pieces of chicken? Yeah, man, this Call back somebody, he don't want 125, he only wants a 10 piece. Come on, mother- Man, if going to
8: going
7: to be I just need 10 pieces, man. man, I took up all this chicken for you Organized organize it every time. Okay, dog, well, listen, man, won't you just stand it little by little today? Just stand it little by little. Man, there's no way in hell, man. We don't have the time for this man. I'm not about to take all this chicken, man, and put it back up, bro. Y'all better come get this chicken or it's going to be you that. Man, I don't give a man. I will call every funeral home around find out who died, and I will come find your you gonna come up here and get this chicken? Hey man, I'm not finna buy no chicken. I don't want man. I want ten pieces. That's it. No, no, your wants 125 pieces of chicken because that's what the hell you called to tell me that you want. It. Hey man, who you think you talking to? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to That's about to come up to and buy some chicken. 125 pieces of it. That's what I'm talking to. So bring your bring your two hundred eight dollars and fifty-five cents and come buy this chicken. Oh, and Man, come down man. man, he need to come and get this chicken my man, man, you're magical fire as well. He comes up here and then this, this, we'll come get this chicken man, right now. You gonna get this chicken. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of this robber who you think you talking about? Who you no. I'm talking to you. I told you I'm talking to the that's gonna come up here and get this chicken. Either you gonna bring $208 or you gonna come up here and get 10 pieces of chicken. It's up to you, but either way, coming up here. What you, you want to do? I, I'm finna send somebody else up there to get the chicken, man, okay? Who you gonna send up here? Tommy coming to get the chicken. Tommy who? What's his name? To I gotta get all on information. I can't. What's his name? Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the hell you just say to me? Wayne, <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning this is some <laughs> man you got to have somebody <laughs> get what, bro what in <laughs> am I supposed to do with all this chicken though <laughs> Wayne your cousin man you got a cousin in Courtney <laughs> oh that dirty <laughs> y'all cooked all that chicken man yeah we cooked up all that chicken bro hey Wayne this is what I'm doing man on behalf of nephew Tommy I'm gonna give you my credit card and we're going to donate chicken all day, man. You see some homeless people or whatever, you just pass out to chicken. We're going to get it paid for right now, Wayne. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I can't trust y'all. Y'all be paranoid. I'm about to run <laughs> right now. Anyway, <laughs> hey, one more thing, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, uh, man. The Steve Harvey, Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody really? say amen.
6: Amen. amen.
3: amen.
6: Repass yes. chicken. All right. Wow. Get you some repass chicken.
3: All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Celebrities join Kim Kardashian West to stop Rodney Reed's execution. Rihanna has gotten on board. LL Cool J, Gigi Hadid, Ti, Questlove, Meek Mill, Isaiah Washington, Reggie Bush, and others have uh, joined Kim Kardashian's uh, West in her efforts to stop Rodney Reed's execution. Rodney Reed, if you recall, is a Texas inmate. He spent over 21 years on death row for the 1996 murder of Stacy Stiles. He has insisted on his innocence the entire time, and a former inmate filed an affidavit in court saying that Stiles' fiancé confessed the murder to him years ago. For the record, the fiancé's attorney disputes the credibility of the claim. According to the Innocence Project, there are several weaknesses in Reed's case. For one, an all-white jury convicted the black man. Also, the murder weapon hasn't been tested for DNA evidence, and the forensic evidence, Experts have admitted to errors in their testimony. Still, Reed's execution is scheduled for November 20th. We must come together to prevent a gross injustice. Actress Yara Shahidi uh, tweeted, along with a link to an online petition against the execution, Rihanna also tagged Governor Greg Abbott. Meanwhile, Kim has gone a step further and tweeted Governor Abbott directly. How can you execute a man who uh when since his trial substantial evidence that would exonerate Rodney Reed has come forward and even implicates the other person of interest she asked uh she added I urge you to do the right thing so far Abbott hasn't responded wow uh,
0: yeah
1: wow so Abbott is the governor of yeah
3: he's the governor Texas of a Texas. Uh, yeah excuse me of Texas, of Texas. Steve yeah
4: mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they've reached out to him
3: mm-hmm. and he, no response from I him. Think, no response I
1: think and, I think what Kim Kardashian yeah. is doing is absolutely um very very real you know mm-hmm. and should be commended for the work that she's uh putting forth on behalf of prison rights and and and, and, and reform and getting the uh, prison reform bill passed she was really really instrumental in that so I think People should give her a round of applause for that. that that's that's some great work.
3: Absolutely, and uh, the, this is a hard one too because the execution date again is November twentieth. So someone yes. has to do something pretty quickly. Yes, you know, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And, he just and innocent man. At all. Nope. No response.
4: Not not yet. And so um, far, yeah. You know, hopefully with this pressure and celebrities on board and other social justice, you know, organizations mm-hmm. and the petition you know, that's pressure, out there. Yeah, he will give it another looking, you know, stay of execution and not <sighs> execute this mm-hmm. man who seems to be innocent. Are you going to kill an innocent yeah. man? Yeah. And with
3: evidence soul. before you that says he's as innocent, that proves he's innocent. I mean, you know, you know?
1: for all of us, of course, this sounds so cut A-B-C. and dry.
0: Mm -hmm. This is like, wow,
1: a simple thing right here. But once again, when you are dealing with a prosecutor who builds his record on convictions Mm -hmm. and is not willing to overturn one of his victories, when you have to drum up the all-white jury to start polling them how they felt, you know, you you started digging up people got to deal with who they are and what they've done. And a lot of these cases don't get overturned, but it we should constantly try. Because if you look throughout history, there have been hundreds, if not thousands, of men murdered on death row, and it was not the case. That's
0: true. It was not the case. Right. And it happens
1: all the time. And because DNA is different now, you know, they should always be allowed to introduce the DNA evidence of today that wasn't available back then when these convictions were made because it can make all the difference in the world. And for them even not to look at it, it's just them holding steadfast to the thing that this prosecuting uh, unit got a victory and a conviction and they're not willing to give it back. They're not willing to admit to a mistake or even come across to, Oh, doggy. Oh, doggy. You got two things at play, Tommy. The prosecutor doesn't want to give back a victory and mm-hmm. then the prosecutor doesn't want to admit that they convicted a wrong, the wrong an person.
3: An innocent man. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Steve. You, so you, true. That's you, you see it all the time things in the too. Yeah. You'd yeah. you oh, rather do bro. that
6: than let an innocent man go free. That yeah. makes Brother. Yeah. Yeah. Brother. Or kill him. Tommy, or
0: kill
1: an innocent Tommy, man. Execute yeah. Tommy will have this man's life gone before they be
3: wrong. Right. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And they got 21 yeah. years out of it.
3: Yeah. You see this sort of thing, Steve, all the time in the movies, but this is real life. You know, this is this man's life. And we're talking November 20th in a couple of weeks, you know, something. We need to hear something.
4: And Steve is right. I'm reading an article years. as we talk about it, Steve. And you are absolutely right about the DNA testing. You know, Rodney Reed and his team are are asking for further DNA testing that was not available in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, and they are not willing to do that at this point, you know, while reading For this the article. prison
1: system, for the prison system to have the tech technology available and to not the use it. System. In these cases, of anyone who's convicted of life, death row, who's convicted of 15, 28 years, if there's new DNA that can clear this person, it ought to be bought up. But guess what? The judicial system is overcrowded and packed with cases, and they're not about to take the time to go back and do well. It's already been decided. The great state of Texas has decided that he's a convicted
3: felon is what he is.
1: Man, you can have to (laughs) go.
3: Like Kim Kardashian said, how can you execute a man when since his trial, substantial evidence that would exonerate him has come forward and even implicates the other person of interest? All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, trending news. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Donations have poured in for a memorial dedicated to Emmett Till in Mississippi. This is after white supremacists were caught filming a propaganda video in front of the monument over the weekend. There are eight people in the video and two women are shown filming while two men hold up a neo-confederate flag. Uh, One of the flags appeared to belong to the League of the South, a hate group that advocates for white-dominated independent South, according to the Anti-Defamation League. Uh, In the footage, a man is overheard saying, We all are here. We are all here uh, at the Emmett Till Monument that represents the civil rights movement for blacks. What we want to know is, where are all of the white people?
4: Uh, uh, okay. Jesus. You stupid people, yeah, when on, they talk man. out loud, they come
1: sound on. really stupid. Here's the deal. If you want to be supreme because of the color of your skin, then first of all, act like it. And then secondly, it cannot be at the expense of people who are non-white. So I'm not talking to white people. I'm talking to white supremacists. If you're supreme, act like it. Number two, it cannot be at the expense of somebody else. Just go do supreme stuff. But the problem is, you little hick-ass hillbilly, you ain't got nothing going on for yourself, and now you're trying to find a way to desecrate something else to make yourself look better.
3: Man, miss me. Please. Yeah. Now, this is according to CBS News. Um, Patrick Weems, executive director at the Emmett Till Memorial Commission, announced the nonprofit has received more than $10,000 since the incident on Saturday, and donations received will go toward the Emmett Till uh, Memory Project. The funds will help create a permanent memorial. Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah.
4: And that site Uh. has been vandalized
3: before. Vandalized, yeah. 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 Yeah, so you know gunshot gun, gunshots all of that so mm-hmm. much hate man yeah so much yeah. Hate, there's
4: so much right Tommy this, so can't much digest it. All of it. yeah
1: but, but you know yeah. what though and and I have the to tell after you
4: election day mm-hmm.
1: this this has a lot to do this this surge in hate crimes and stuff has a lot mm-hmm. to do with the climate that's in our country today and I think that it has a lot to do you can tie it directly to this new administration. Lock him up. Get him out of here. Arrest him. Throw them out. Yeah. You know, it not it look, man, it was a big, a big boost for them when the president said there's good people on both sides. Yeah. That was a big boost for these people. And That's Charlize why they all identify with that. him.
3: And kinda and kinda started it. Yeah, yeah too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Coming up at 34 after the hour, are you afraid to change things up in your life? We're going to talk about it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Sometimes it's really hard to break out of your old routine. We know that. For example, maybe you've had the same haircut or style for years and it looks good on you and everyone likes it. So you don't change it. But maybe you should. Hmm. Maybe you should try something new. How about your choice of cars or movies or people you date? Maybe try something new, and that will change your life for the better. Even if it doesn't, you can always go back to your old routine. So, Steve, we're going to start with you, as we always do. Uh, What things in your life are you afraid to change up? Or has changing your life routine made things better or worse for you?
1: Oh, I ain't afraid to change nothing in my life. Matter of yeah. fact, if I could change one thing that might give my life a, a jump or a boost it a in boost. another direction. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. I'd probably get a perm. All right. You don't
1: have <laughs> to what? Yeah. What, what,
3: what What are you going nah, to perm? Your mustache? What? No, you know, I'll here? just,
1: you know, you know, you know, <laughs> grow what little bit of hair back I can and then perm it. <laughs> <laughs> let it
4: be slick, baby. You know, swirl have. it, yeah. Swirl it, dog. Swirl you it. know what I'm saying?
1: Just whatever can go back. I'ma let it come on. Yeah. And then just permit. You know, mm-hmm. kind of kinda be like a, you know, a little baby Al sharp. Mm. Okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> yeah. I thought you would gotta go deep on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, no. Well, I mean, but now on on, on 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 the real tip there's nothing yeah. in my life i can change now am i doing things to get better of course i am mm-hmm. i'm trying to improve my spirituality that's my number one focus right now
0: so you're doing in trying to
1: improve in that area yeah okay. oh absolutely that's my number one focus above anything else is just improving my spirituality as a person that's my number one goal right now mm-hmm. and and other than that i, I can't change nothing you know
3: well, you know, I changed I'm, I'm my hair like- all this year, <laughs> from, yeah. you know, from, from platinum to blue. pink to yeah. blue. <laughs> yeah. Turn almost had your you need to go somewhere times. and sit down now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to do things <laughs> yeah. differently. I like change. <laughs> yeah, well, done it was like fun, that. and it was fun. I felt blue. good. It was. Oh, what did you finna do? It? Green, because
1: you ain't got nowhere left but green. You did blue, pink, yellow.
3: No, I didn't do yellow. I did platinum, green. You say I've been considering it. I'm back to black what this, now. This, this, what, what, what's this crayon
6: box look for? What is that?
3: I like it. I like that's who I really am. I like it. I like really? colors. I like change in my hair. I really well, do.
1: Tommy, what would you change? It's going to mm-hmm. be
6: real interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, code, to be code to get in my phone. Mm. Just,
4: Excuse you, me you need to change it?
6: I try. Yeah, let me just ask you yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're married now. Yeah. You, you, you still Everybody have secrets? The code to my Let phone. me at least have my phone. Though. Let me have that. Let me hold on. Why? To Steve,
3: food. doesn't Marjorie have your code? You've said that several Absolutely. times on the show. Yeah. Ignite. Absolutely. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: what I thought oh, he, he said. Oh, he's talking about you, Steve. That's what I thought he said,
1: me. Why'd you <laughs> got your code in your phone? Then Tommy said, with your ignorant ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell does that? Who does that? Oh, Tommy, I have my
4: husband's code, Tommy.
1: What's yeah. the big deal? What's
4: the big deal? What do, do you Tommy? need his code Tommy, for? I'll don't you have your own? Tommy.
1: Huh? Tommy, my kids can grab my phone. I don't care. What?
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> What, why what is that so bad, Tommy? At? What why huh? is that so terrible? I, I don't uh, I don't understand. What they I do this at it.
1: in some homes in America. Yeah. Okay. Oh, do yeah. you still take your phone Our in homes. the
3: shower with you? Dude, damn you told right us that. I do. How do you do that?
1: Yeah. Tommy you got his look, phone you know in that... the shower like soap on a rope. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> right, little the little plastic Steve? containers
5: Steve. The waterproof He
1: got his phone in a ziploc. Around his <laughs> neck.
3: Watching <laughs> All Abundant. I'm
6: just waiting on a call, baby. I'm just waiting on a call. That's
3: wow. Yeah. That's amazing.
4: So that would make your your life better. If you change your code,
3: that would make your life yeah. better.
6: Yeah, wow. periodically. I just, uh. just got to remember it.
3: All right. Well, post your comments on Steve Harvey FM, Instagram, and Facebook. Coming up, nephew is here with his prank phone call right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: Will he leave her for me or not? Hmm. Mm. Right now, though, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew?
6: Well, surely it comes a time where it is matrimony. Sometime there is time for a wedding. You understand that? A what? It's
1: uh, it's a, a, wedding. a wedding.
6: Well, that. Yeah. And then there are times in our lives <laughs> where we have lost a loved one and then it is time for a funeral. But then it, it okay. happens sometimes. It happens on the same day, inside the same church. Ladies and gentlemen, a wedding and a funeral. Ooh. I know it's a, a funeral. A wedding and... Oh, I said it!
3: Did you hear it? Hear what? No, I didn't hear it that time.
6: Oh... <sighs> A wedding and a funeral.
9: Let's go, nope. cat dog. Say nope. that? Hell <laughs> with it. Wedding <laughs> and a funeral. Hello, this is Ryan. Hi, I'm talking to uh, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? Hey, I'm I'm good. Who am I speaking to? This is Josh. Josh over at the. I'm one of the officials at the church where you guys are, are getting married tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man?
8: I want to thank y'all for that, too, man. We we appreciate
9: it. Good, good. Well, we definitely hope to make you
8: a member here sooner or later since you guys are getting married, you know? Hey, man, you know, I'm trying to get this work schedule changed up, you know what I'm saying? They got me working on Sundays now, man, so uh, as soon as I I tweak that and move that around a little bit, I'll be there.
9: Okay, listen, we have a a bit of a situation has come up. We had some problems and, and uh, miscommunication, and, and it's definitely been on our side. Uh, they had your name, Ryan, down here with your phone number, as well as your, your soon-to-be wife, Sonia. They had her name here, but we, we didn't want to call her with this. We wanted to just uh, reach out and, and talk to you and see if we just make you aware of what was going on, okay? Well, what's, what's going on, man? There's been a mix-up on, on scheduling. I don't know if you know, Sister Ola Olamay, she passed away a week ago. Okay. Uh, and you're not you're not a member of the church, so you wouldn't know her. But she's one of the one of the oldest uh, members here at the church. Sister Ola May passed away, and uh, what's going on is you all's wedding is tomorrow at twelve o'clock, right? But the actual funeral is at three o'clock here at the church.
8: Okay, uh, what's your name begin, brother? What? Josh. Josh. Okay, look here, brother Josh. Um, Hey man, we 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 already got this thing in motion, man. We didn't send out damn near 200 invitations, man. I mean, God bless yeah. sister yeah, yeah, Olamide, and and and, and, and and
9: and I understand that, but but, but I mean, you know, she's well, there's no way we could have moved it around. Now the biggest problem, the funeral home is bringing the casket first thing in the morning. So what I what I wanted to make you aware of, and I I don't want you to tell your wife this, but. The actual casket will be in the sanctuary, but we will have it hold on, hold on, hold on,
8: man. Are you serious? Now, look here, man. Y'all need to move this round. I don't know what y'all gonna do. if Y'all have a fellowship hall in the back or uh, something oh, like no, that. No, no. To, uh, uh,
9: uh, Ryan, the only place we can actually put the casket, in, if we didn't put it there, is in the actual room that your your soon to be wife would be changing in.
8: That's the only oh, place. Man, we can you to, man, you about your s a My wife ain't fixing to change no room with no dead body. Are oh, you kidding me? What, what, and, and
9: you know what? I understood that. That's the first thing I thought of. And that's what I said. Let's just put the casket where it goes for the funeral, and we're going to cover it up. And see, basically, you're actually getting...
8: Wow. Like, I can't even believe you calling me with this, man. Look here. And excuse my French, man. Yeah, I know I need to get back in the church. I really do. But right now, Doc, this ain't going down like this, man. Now, we didn't okay. we already paid the money. And first of all, first of all, you know, she shouldn't. I don't even feel like she even had to, to, to pay. You know, to, to hold no wedding over at her church where she paid tithes at. That's that's the first thing. You know, I ain't like that from the jump. But I went ahead and went with it because she want her pastor to marry us. And now you got the nerd to tell me that y'all we arranged that a funeral gonna happen the same day as my wedding, and my wife got to get dressed in the room with a dead body. Well, no, we we're not gonna put her in there, bro. I, like I say, I, I'm putting that body first thing in the morning. I'm gonna put that
9: body. In the or right there in front of the uh pulpit and we're gonna cover it now what you're getting out of this you get more flowers because there's gonna be flowers from the funeral so i'm thinking that's probably gonna be a little bit of a perk for you i just wanted you to be Dang. aware that there's probably gonna be more people than you think because some of the people that's gonna be at your wedding is
8: really for the funeral hey hey uh, hold, hold up man are you f- serious right now man? Uh, look here doc i didn't paid for the f- wedding happen at this church, man, okay? And, and no disrespect to the lady that is passed, God bless her family. I ain't playing to not put no dead body, having no funeral at my wedding, man. That's crazy. She's, she's, what the, the f*** is wrong with you down the there? Church
9: too, sir. She's a member of the church, too.
8: I don't, hey, I don't give a I about being no member of the church, man. I done paid for this wedding, and it's going to happen tomorrow, man. You not fixing to put no dead body at my wedding. so your mind. Um, mm-hmm.
9: yeah, Who they, okay, okay, okay Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, I mean, no disrespect, but the woman has passed. She is not going to get up. So, hey, I mean, what the, what is
8: the problem? The problem is your called me with this man the day before my wedding and we didn't schedule this six months ago. got to spend $25,000, $30,000 on this wedding, okay? And like, you're going to tell me that we got to share our wedding with a funeral? What the hell is wrong with you, man? So let me ask you something. Do you want to have your wedding at this church? I paid for the what you mean, well, I'm having a wedding? Okay, I tell you what, let that body be up in the morgue. I'm rolling the <laughs> right out to the street. Playing. Y'all going to out there in the front and and, and, and throw flowers like throwing rice. But we're going to have a, a wedding inside the sanctuary tomorrow. I promise you that. Sir, I,
9: can't, I cannot assure you that it won't be. As I have no other place to put the body.
8: Okay, well, I, I'll bet y'all find somewhere to put it. If I get that a marriage, and there's a body in there, there's going to be a couple of bodies in there. And I ain't... You got two choices, to move that funeral or to reimburse me back this $30,000 out of an hour to spend. Those are the only two choices I want to hear about. Meet me at the front door tonight with a $30,000 cashier check. or oh, We said to have this wedding up in there tomorrow morning. You heard me? I ain't playing. I ain't playing at all. No jokes. What the I, I, is wrong with y'all, man? You can do something I, I, else,
9: man. Listen, hey, I understand
8: God, that. Listen, sir. I don't, don't want to hear no more from you, man. Now, all I'm saying is it's going to be a wedding at this church tomorrow without the about it. That's all okay. I'm saying. Push the right. To
9: the man. there's one more uh, bit of an issue that I need to tell you also. What the
8: can be worse than a dead body? What issue can be worse than a dead body? At my wedding, man. The
9: issue, sir, that is worse than a dead body is. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yo, best man Jeff got me to prank phone call, call you. What? That's <laughs> <laughs>
8: hey, what? You know what, man? The best man about to get the best <laughs> whooping he can possibly get, man. <laughs> hey playing these and got me the day before. Wow. Oh, <laughs> it's to get the best beat down possible, man. I'm telling you. Hey,
9: one more question. What's the baddest radio show in the land, Ryan? The Steve Harvey Morning Show,
6: babe. <laughs> Come on, get a prank or something. Get a prank or something. What? You gotta get a prank or something. Well, hey, wait a minute. That. I wasn't here Monday. Junior, did you tell them that I was headlining hell live yeah. November 12th from the hospital? Did yeah. you say that? Hell 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 yeah. yeah.
5: Operate room five.
1: <laughs> Dog, we laughing our ass off. Because and, and then somebody said, Tommy, why is everything in your life an event? Right.
0: <laughs>
1: <Why?
4: laughs>
1: like his Dan, you- like your whole life is pay-per-view.
4: <laughs> oh. Yeah. You know. So, your surgery is a comedy day.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. I'm trying to
6: laugh about it because I'm scared, okay? I'm trying to keep some laughter in it, y'all. That's
4: all. What
1: is you scared about, man? Your shoulder? Man. The, the so, recovery. tell everybody
4: what you have a surgery on in case they missed it. My shoulder, Rot-
6: rotate a cuff. We care,
4: Steve. We care. You, you better care.
3: This is major surgery now. You better
6: care. I know you better not be Stop in that. Dubai or Bangkok wherever you at. You need to be home by next Tuesday.
3: What day you are
1: you having the surgery? What next Tuesday, a week from today. I a week from I promise you, I ain't gonna be there. I can promise you that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Suck you it up, buddy. These.
6: You got all these planes and stuff. You can get to me.
4: What you want him to be there?
3: Coming when up, I open the... my
6: eyes. You better be there.
3: Coming up, the strawberry letter. Will okay, he leave cool. me or not? We'll get into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now.
6: Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here
3: it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, will he leave her for me or not? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've worked with a guy for over six years, and over time we became attracted to each other. We went out a few times and had several passionate kisses, but nothing more. He explained to me that he is in a dead-end marriage for 20 years, okay? And he lives in an apartment in the city, and his wife lives in their house in the suburbs. I am divorced, and my grown kids live with me. The married guy and I enjoy each other's company, but I told him we can't have sex until he's divorced he said he loves and respects me so it's not a problem we really want to be together so he told his wife that it's over and she can stay in the home in the suburbs and they can split their assets he told me that he needs time to dissolve his marriage and he hopes that I can be patient and understanding he explained to me that his wife has never worked so it will be a drawn-out legal battle over finances We haven't seen each other much lately because he's back and forth to the suburbs to deal with his wife. He sent emotional text text messages to me and he details how special our little affair has been to him, but he also says that he is having a tough time with the divorce. He said he loves her, but he's not in love with her. Now it's been a month since I've talked to him. He sends me texts to say he's thinking about me and hoping I can be patient I know divorce can be tough because I've been through one. My intuition says he is back with his wife and we won't ever get together. He's in a different office now, so I don't even see him at work anymore. It seems like he's distancing himself from me. What do you guys think? Uh, Will he ever leave his wife to be with me? Please advise. I think what you think, and what you think is that you guys will never be together. That's what I think. Uh, He's back with his wife. Uh, I say definitely, if you're feeling it in your gut, you know the deal. Uh, Even before you wrote us, you know he's back. He's just texting you now. Before it was all hot and heavy without the sex, you know, those passionate kisses. None of that is going on. You don't even see him anymore. This is over. And that's how you should live your life. Like, this is over. Um... He, uh, he he's with his wife. He's over there in the suburbs with her at the house and all of that. So I think you should just forget about him, move on with your life, because it looks like he's forgotten about you and moved on with his life. He is now back with his wife. Steve?
1: Ah, uh, well, well, will he leave her for me or not? Uh, this Stephen Shirley, she's been working with this guy for six years, and over time, they became attracted to each other. They went out a few times and had several passionate kisses, but nothing more. Ah, hold up, we need to dig and explore this situation. We've had several passionate kisses, but nothing more. Well. Anybody feeling anything? I'm feeling. (laughs) What, you think it's
5: been more? Pat, hard kissing, hard kissing, a lot go with that.
6: Pressure. Pressure.
1: Pressure. I'm surprised nothing else has happened. Cause you've been hard kissing. Kissing hard brings about certain Things that we have to grapple and deal with, wrestle and tussle with. You know you talk to separately. letters. It. Yeah. It's hard kissing. Is, it's hard on a lot of It's hard to lay there and kiss hard. It's hard to stand there and kiss hard. It's hard to hug when you're kissing hard. It's hard to push away when you're mm. kissing hard. Ah! It can be done find it hard to believe that something else happened and I think what's happening is this lady now and this has been six years with this guy over time we became attracted to each other went out a few times and that's it so I think there's more to it he explained to me he's in a dead-end marriage for 20 years every dude say that that's married when they talking to a chick every sick don't no dude open the conversation with you know what i'm so happily married man this is wonderful i just like to add you into the mix <laughs> Right. <laughs> don't know dude open with that partner that's the standard line i'm in a dead-end marriage for 20 years now here it is he lives in an apartment in the city and his wife lives in their house in the suburbs oh then you ain't married you separate but but you I don't I don't hear you say that though. I'm divorced and my grown kids live with me. Now here's the odd part: if he lives in an apartment in the city and his wife lives in the house in the suburbs, uh, and he hasn't mentioned to you that he's separated, uh, I'm gonna show you what that means a little bit later. I'm divorced and my grown kids live with me. The married guy and I enjoy each other's company, but I told him we can't have sex until he's divorced. He says he loves me and respects me, so it's not a problem. We really want to be together. So he told his wife that it's over and she can stay in the home in the suburbs and they can split their assets. And she already staying in the house in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. He went in there and told his wife, what?
0: Sadie,
5: <laughs> <laughs> this man 20
0: years. ain't
1: told this woman a damn
0: thing. Uh. Uh-uh.
1: Walked in the house and told her about y'all. What we, I've been look, I've been down here at the office kissing real hard with this woman, and I think it's over between us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on, you going to we'll part your two over a hard kiss. What? We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. Will he leave her for me or not, question mark?
1: And this lady been with this relationship with a guy she done worked with for six years, and over time they got attracted to each other. They went out a few times, had some hard kissing going on with you. She say never led to nothing more. I find that hard to believe. But he explained to me he's in a dead end marriage of 20 years. That's the opening line for every married guy. He lives in an apartment in the city and his wife lives in a house in the suburbs. Oh, how convenient. Or do you think he just had an apartment in the city that his wife didn't know about? Possibly. Uh oh. <laughs> I am divorced, and my grown kids live with me. The married guy enjoy each other's company. Well, You've gone out several times. Maybe you went over to that apartment. I don't know. Could be. And when you was at the apartment, kissing real hard, I ain't nothing happen. You over there, dog? Tying him down. <laughs> we in here, we kissing real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he been married twenty years. He know how to kiss. Oh yeah. He says he loves me. I told him we can't have sex till he's divorced. He said he loves me and respects me, and it's not a problem. We really want to be together. So he told his wife it's over, and she can stay in the house in the suburbs, and they can split their assets. Split their assets. <laughs> stay in the house in the suburbs. She in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Split their assets. Dog, you know how this work? About he told me he to that he assets. need time to dissolve his marriage. You was already separated according to I'm thinking that's what you must have said as to why you got this apartment in the city. So the marriage already was on its way. It's been a dead-end marriage for 20 years, and he wants to dissolve his marriage and hope you can be patient and understand it. He explained to me that his wife has never worked, so it would be a drawn-out legal battle over finance. Boy, you you going to start with half, and you're going to lose from there. I can tell you that. <laughs> we ain't seen each other much lately because he's back and forth to the suburbs to deal with his wife. What's the matter? Was well, she falling apart. Now, all of a sudden, he care. Mm-hmm. He been having an apartment. Now, all of a sudden, he out there in the suburbs. He knew and hell well she was going to fall apart when he mentioned the divorce. Now Now, all of a sudden, he's a caretaker now. He back and forth to the suburbs, deal with his wife. He sent oh. emotional text messages to me, and he details how special our little affair has been to him. Excuse me, affair, kissing ain't an affair.
3: What's it? What do you mean?
1: Kissing is just kissing. That's not an affair. You know what I mean, lady. Y'all had had a little bit more than this kissing. Mm. In that, yeah. But he also says he's having a tough time with the divorce. Wait a minute. He having a tough time with the divorce. Didn't he tell you he was in a 20-year dead-end marriage? So what the hell is he having a hard time to get over with now? he been re- prepping for this day for 20 damn years. Now all of a sudden he having a hard time with the damn divorce. He can't pull it what was this dead-end 20 years doing? He says he loves her, but he's not in love with her. Now, it's been a month since I've talked to him. He sends me texts to say he's thinking about me and hoping I can be patient. Be patient for what? What is he doing for a month? What? You want me to tell you what happened with your mom? the month? The lease was up on the apartment. <laughs> what? So he ain't got that little playground to go to uh-huh. no more. That's why you can't hear from him. The lease is up at the apartment. I know divorce can be tough cause I've been through one. My intuition says he's back with his wife. He never left his wife and we won't ever get together again. You're right. He's in a different office now. So I don't even say he asked for the transfer. He is in a different office now. So I don't even see him at work anymore. He asked for the transfer. It seems like he's distancing himself from me. You ain't talked to him in a month. You ain't seen him in a month. And he ain't in the same office no more. How much more distance you need?
3: Right. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) It's over. What do
1: you guys think? I think you're about as far away from a damn relationship as you can be. (laughs) That's how distant. I think he's doing an excellent job. He's not talking to you. Y'all ain't been to the apartment. Y'all was kissing real hard. Will he ever leave his wife to be with me? Please advise. He's not leaving his wife. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn if it is a 20-year deity in marriage. Listen to me. Listen to what a man said. This is a 20-year deity in marriage. When you take your vows, don't you say till death do us part? We all in dead end magic. <laughs> yes, man. All better. us in here is in damn dead end magic. The vile said till death yes. do us part. Don't that sound like dead end to you? Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Only one way out. All right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Coming up, we'll talk about the president at 46 after.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: President Trump once again has threatened to yank federal aid from California, which has been battling a series of fires, as we all know. Trump's threat prompted a response from California's uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, who uh, mocked Trump for not believing in climate change. Mr. Trump tweeted on uh, the governor of California at Gavin Newsom has done a terrible job of forest management. I told him from the first day we met that he must clean his forest floors regardless of what his bosses, the environmentalists, demand of him. Every year as the fires rage and California burns, it is the same thing. And then he comes to the federal government for funding help. No more. None of the recent fires in California were in forests. So it's not clear exactly what uh, Mr. Trump was referring to. Uh, Governor Newsom clapped back at Trump. You don't believe in climate change. You are excused from this conversation. Boy, you talk to him bad. <laughs> Everybody talked to the I like Accord. that clap back. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Everybody
1: clap seriously. back. You, you seriously. Excuse. Listen to me. You, you can't clean your forest floor. Floors. Yeah. See, <laughs> leaves fall off trees. Seeds, acorns fall on the ground. For a reason, it's called Mother Nature. Yeah. It's population, you know, it's whatever the term is. where they populate, you know, you mm-hmm. got pollen going from here. You got seeds falling on the ground. You gotta have new mm-hmm. growth. You who nobody rakes the damn leaves in, in the, the fall forest. in the forest, <laughs> Come on. Science you teacher. You need the decay. <laughs> you need the decay of the leaves to produce the no- nutrients that keep the forest healthy. You can't clean the forest floor. You better educate our president. Here's a dude, man, that ain't ever (laughs) had a job cleaning.
3: Nothing. (laughs) You know how hard it is to clean
1: your damn floor.
3: Go outside and
1: clean up a place who is full of dirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Now, do you know the insects that you going to have in that vacuum cleaner? Steve. you're going to throw the whole ecosystem off yeah. with your stupid behind <laughs> vacuuming <laughs> the
3: damn forest floor. Man, get out of here. Meanwhile, Donald Trump's attempt to keep New York uh, prosecutors from uh, getting his tax records and claims of presidential immunity were rejected by a federal appeals court. Lawyers for Trump... Had argued that the president is immune from prosecution and investigations in their attempts to block a subpoena for his tax records from New York prosecutors probing the hush money deals he made prior to the election in 2016. Trump plans to now appeal the case to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where his boy All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Mm -hmm. men have a selective hearing when it comes to uh, their spouses. We'll talk about it right after this. Oh, hell.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Relationship Wednesday topic, guys. Here we go. A new study from, um, what is this, Scrivens Hearing Care, okay, Uh, or Scrivens. Mm -hmm. Uh, They looked at 2,000 adults, okay, 2,000 grown people. Research shows that at least seven times a week, men have selective hearing in all. In all. <laughs> men don't hear their spouse three hundred and eighty eight times in the course of a year. Women are guilty ah! too though. <laughs> that's a lot, right? That's a lot. Huh? How many There's times in a year? Three hundred and eighty eight times mm. in the oh, course of a year. That's a low. Huh? That's low. That's low, Steve. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Three hundred. You talking that's on the average. Days in the year. Yeah.
1: Well, right oh. now, you're only talking a little over once a day. That's the
3: average of once a day. Oh. Okay.
1: Okay. So that ain't, well, yeah. That's
3: not so bad. That's not so bad.
1: No, I tune it away. You got to tune it out. It's, it's I
3: don't it's the, same, the same thing. Hell. What are oh, y'all talking about? Wait, wait, what? Damn, we just talked
1: about that for 15 minutes. <laughs> Did the other yeah. two hours.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You make the and same 20-minute point for two hours.
6: Wake up the next morning. We still talking about that, man. Move on. Oh, God.
1: What?
5: God.
6: <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm hearing you, but I ain't listening no more. Damn. Wow, Did you hear I what I said about Linda listening.
5: down at the job?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are we still talking about Linda? Nerves. I'm sorry, ladies, but that's, that thing right there, that's true. Yeah, we, we so, do have selective hearing.
3: So, but it sounds like you guys are responding to nagging. That's a difference, right? No, or is it all no, the same can, to you? If you? Is it talk, all the same to you?
1: No, you know, because no, if you talk, <laughs> if you talking too much, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, yeah. which is oftentimes.
4: So it could be about anything. Just the sound of my any. voice that is, you just start
3: tuning mm. out after a while. Go ahead,
1: Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs>
3: That's for you, T. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> what if are you? Keep, and, and, well, you know what? That's okay, Carl. What are you huffing and puffing about?
6: Because you're talking about the same thing. What? I'm
4: asking you about this survey, though. You're not answering.
6: And, uh, no, I'm talking about just period. You're talking about the same thing, and then I can tell it's bothering you because I look on Facebook and now. You're posting stuff. Wait, <laughs> let it go, man. <laughs> why is this bothering can't you?
4: Carried over the social media. you are on a
6: social media now. See, you're getting. thousand think... amens on the damn. Man, what?
1: Yeah. What? Let it go. See, I think I think it is a problem, and I think uh, women uh, could admit to this one because yes, men do have selective hearing. And we've had to develop that over the course of time, because and we've and more and more we've developed more and more selective hearing, because of there's a slight difference in us. Women vent differently than men,
2: mm-hmm. and when
1: women are mm-hmm. around each other talking to their girlfriends, you all have more mm-hmm. of a tendency to talk about a subject from every angle. Yeah, uh, you, you turn it over. You all can discuss you one subject talk. for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Men don't do that we have a mm-hmm. debate somebody that? wins loses we have a strong then debate then we laugh or we fight and then it's, yeah, over. it's over you, you it's over. all keep talking about it and once once a man has made all the points he can make your point is irrelevant at this point because we've heard it already we don't agree with it so we shut you out and we all every every man well, knows heck? how to do that yeah yeah no. well, we can get in you, your face and not be hearing nothing you saying
4: Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Say it again, Steve. <laughs> I, I can look
1: dead in your face and not be hearing nothing you saying. Be looking I, dead I, at your mouth. Just I have said moving. that to yeah. before. It Are girl, you listening? Nothing.
3: Are you listening to me, girl? You did, you know hear hear to yeah, did you hear Mm-mm. what I just said? Yeah. Did you hear what I just said? Schedule a hunt. That too. will schedule a hunt. How
1: many times Marjorie looked at me and said, "What"? Steve, what did I just say? What
4: did I repeat? Oh, I say that to Tosh.
3: Mm -hmm. Girl, I heard you. I I, I heard you. Heard you. Mm -hmm. Women are guilty too. They don't listen. I'll be
1: trying to think about what the hell was she saying. Three hundred and thirty-nine times
3: a year.
4: Oh, we do it too. We tune y'all out. All
3: right, Mm -hmm. coming up, music and fun on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in twenty minutes after the hour. Right after this,
2: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: The world champion Washington Nationals celebrated their victory with a uh, visit to the White House. Um, While several players opted to skip the visit, the players who did make the trip seemed to enjoy themselves. National catcher uh, Kurt Suzuki happily put... On a red Make America Great Again hat and was rewarded with a super awkward reach around hug from Donald Trump, Ryan Zimmerman, uh, the longest running player on the Nationals roster, presented Trump with a personalized jersey. Donald Trump said America fell in love with Nats baseball. That's all they wanted to talk about, that and impeachment. I like Nat's baseball much better. I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> he had to I put mean, himself to the in House, the World could... Series yeah. moment. He had yeah. to
4: insert himself in that.
3: That dude yeah. was something yeah. else, right? yeah. yeah. They didn't have to <laughs> go to the White
6: trip. House. They could have just went to McDonald's and just got it over with.
1: Seriously, <laughs> hey, man, do you know I never knew <laughs> what uh, narcissistic behavior was until he became president? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never everyday. even knew what it was. Yeah, I never even knew what it was. And then I just I just looked it up. I just there were so many definitions being thrown out about what a, I finally found out what it was. And I, I really thank him for that cuz he's actually broadened my vocabulary cuz I had no idea what that was. Thank <laughs> you, yeah, Mr. He, President.
3: He put himself in it. America fell in love with Nat's baseball. That's all they wanted to talk yep. about, that and impeachment. I like Nat's baseball much How more. Are
4: you in the world, Sam? <laughs> How is that?
3: How is that a moment together, though? This I don't... seem uh, just explained it. But the baseball player <laughs> putting
1: narcissist. the Make America Great Again hat on. Yeah. 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 Hey, slow down.
3: All right, more of the show yeah. coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Celebrities join Kim Kardashian West to stop Rodney Reed's execution. Rihanna has gotten on board. LL Cool. Gigi Hadid, TI, Questlove, Meek Mill, Isaiah Washington, Reggie Bush, and others have uh, joined Kim Kardashian's uh, West in her efforts to stop Rodney Reed's execution. Rodney Reed, if you recall, is a Texas inmate. He spent over 21 years on death row for the 1996 murder of Stacy Stiles. He has insisted on his innocence the entire time, and a former inmate filed an affidavit in court saying that Stiles' fiancé confessed the murder to him years ago. For the record, the fiancé's attorney disputes the credibility of the claim. According to the Innocence Project, there are several weaknesses in Reed's case. For one, an all-white jury convicted the black man. Also, the murder weapon hasn't been tested for DNA evidence. And the forensic experts have admitted to errors in their testimony. Still, Reed's execution is scheduled for November 20th. We must come together to prevent a gross injustice. Actress Yara Shahidi uh, tweeted, along with a link to an online petition against the execution, Rihanna also tagged Governor Greg Abbott. Meanwhile, Kim has gone a step further and tweeted Governor Abbott directly, How can you execute a man who, uh, when since his trial, substantial evidence that would exonerate Rodney Reed has come forward and even implicates the other person of interest, she asked. uh, She added, I urge you to do the right thing. So far, Abbott hasn't responded. Wow. Uh, And they've reached out to him. Mm -hmm. And no response from him, no response. I think think what Kim Kardashian is
1: doing is absolutely... uh, very very real you know mm-hmm. and should be commended for the work that she's uh, putting forth on behalf of prison rights and and and, and, reform. and getting the uh, prison reform bill passed she was mm-hmm. really really instrumental in that so I think people should give her a round of applause for that, that that's that's some great work and he just innocent man. at all nope no response.
4: not not yet hopefully with this pressure and celebrities on board and other social Justice, you know, organizations mm-hmm. and the petition you know, that's pressure, out there. Yeah, he will give it another looking stay of execution and mm. not execute this mm-hmm. man. Are you going to kill an innocent yeah. man and with ourselves.
3: evidence before you that says he's as innocent? That proves he's innocent. I mean, you know, you know?
1: for all of us, of course, this sounds so cut, ABC. cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. this is yes. like wow, yes. a simple thing right here. Just but beautiful. once again. When you're dealing with a prosecutor who builds his record on convictions Mm -hmm. and is not willing to overturn one of his victories, when you have to drum up the all-white jury to start polling them how they felt, you know, you you started digging up, people gotta deal with who they are and what they've done.
3: Coming up, our last break of the day and, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After the Hour. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: All right, uh, here we are, last break of the day. It's been a good Wednesday, a good hump day. Fun? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Day after Mm -hmm.
4: Election Day, did y'all vote? Get out and vote? I voted yesterday. Yes, yes, yes.
3: Those local elections, they count. Yeah. They matter. Looking at some sure. of the
4: results. Some of y'all didn't.
3: Some of y'all y'all going <laughs> to learn. Y'all to learn. Going to learn today. Yeah. Hey, hey, can I say
6: something? Uh-oh. Uh,
3: Uh-oh. It's just, time for
6: closing remarks. Start, I don't know how nice to say this, but uh, this to my pastor. Uh, quit sending me a friend request on social media. My page ain't saved, okay? I see you on Sunday. <laughs> but my, my page ain't saved, dog. So, no, I'm not finna accept your friend request, I, nothing. My page is buck wild. You don't want to be over here, okay? i catch you Sunday he, morning,
1: He dog. can't know what's going on yeah. with you?
6: Yeah. No, dog, <laughs> he can't know what's in my life right he can now. He to be judging your page, yeah, you know? let, <laughs> your me, page. let me Let me have page. this, man. I see you Sunday, partner. I just want to get that out of here. I know he's listening. Just, I just want you to know. i catch you Sunday. <laughs> good morning, Pastor. Tell him that. Yeah, tell him Good yeah. yeah. morning, yeah. Pastor. Uh,
3: wow.
4: Yeah. Well, he yeah. know who need to be up at altar call when he called
0: for. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm good. All
4: right. I got
1: some closing remarks. All right, Thanks please. So get moving go. on. Right? Yeah. You know, right, I wanted to uh, take some time to share something with you all because um, I think what happens to a lot of people, it, it has happened to me in my life, and so that's how i know how effective it is uh one of the major contributors to failure one of the major causes of a person's inability to uh to uh propel themselves into the life that god has for them is because they keep hanging on to their past that's a very very dangerous thing to go to do you know now we have a lot of Things in this world that tries to make us hold on to it like it's noticeable. You know, don't forget where you're from. You know, uh, keep it real. You know, uh, it's, you know, just, 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 just items of that nature. But I want you to. What I'm trying to get you to understand is, once you've moved past something, it is in your best interest to let it go. You have to let it go because when you hang on to things of the past, it impedes your progress. If you really want to go, you're going to have to let something go. You cannot be as fast as you can be with a bunch of dead weight hanging on to you. You have got to let it go. Here's the situation. So many people spend so much time in the past that they don't have the proper balance to plan, anticipate, and build the hopes and visions and dreams for their future. Stay out of the past. There's nothing back there that you can do anything about, nothing about it at all. There's not a single decision you can make that can change yesterday. There's not a moment of worry that you can have that can change what happened last week. When you were a baby, when you were a little girl, when you got laid off, when you got fired, when your relationship ended, when you had the baby, nothing you can do today can have one iota of an effect on your past. So why are we spending so much time there when we clearly have a future to get to? let it go stay out of the past backwards makes it real hard to go forward if you put your car in reverse i am telling you you're gonna have one heck of a time to get that car to go forward i don't care what you do and now now what you can try to do is you can throw your car in reverse and turn it around and try to go backwards in the direction that your car was supposed to go. But ain't that hard to drive backwards at full speed? It's hard to back up going at a decent speed. Backwards makes it really hard to go forward, y'all. Constantly reviewing things don't leave a lot of time for planning. You know, have you ever been to an office meeting? And I ain't been to one, and oh, God, I can't remember where. But it used to kill me, man. I had this job, and this dude worked at an insurance company. And every three days, he wanted to come into the middle of the room and go, hey, listen, we're going to review a few things. I never understood these reviews we kept doing. Because in order for the company to make money, we got to be out here selling these policies. But this guy was so dead set on reviews, 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 reviews. And while we could have been out working, selling, promoting, and, and generating revenue, we spent our time reviewing. And it, it just, I go, man, I just sit there and go, man, why don't you do Let's go but he wanted to hear himself, and he wanted to make sure that he was protecting us from the mistakes of the past by reviewing them all the time. He didn't realize, but half the time, he was ingraining past behavior into a a people's subconscious. And I was thinking about that today. I said, man, could that be what happens to a lot of people that you ingrained so much of your previous behavior in your life because you meditate on the past so much and now it's ingrained in your behavior and you don't even give yourself a chance to become a new you. Don't give yourself a chance to think like a new you. You got to let it go. Stay out of the past, y'all. Let it go. It's hard to go backwards. It's hard. Backwards makes it really, really hard to go forward. Give yourself a shot. Stay out of the past. Ask God to help you accomplish your dreams and your visions. Set some goals. And wake up every day and ask God to give you your daily bread. That's the best way to live your life. Those are my closing remarks today. Thank you all for listening today. Steve Offen on the show. We out of here. Y'all, hey, have a great weekend. Bye.